Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Welcome back to episode 156 of the Launch Your Live show. I'm your host, Christian Karasevich. And before we begin talking about this week's topic, just want to let you know, you can check out all of our episodes at launchyour.live forward slash podcast. You can also leave us a review there and let us know what you like, uh, what you'd like us to see different. Uh, Also, if you have any guest recommendations, you can also let us know as well. So let's get into this week's topic. Should all in-person or virtual events be on live video? Now, I bring this topic up because as we head into 2023, you want to be thinking about in-person events, virtual events, uh, live streaming. You know, you want to be thinking about all these different things. Uh, Some of you probably also have a website. Maybe you've, you know, not been using that. And so we kind of have to look at whether all of your, uh, you know, events should be streamed and then kind of where you want to do that at as well. Uh, so this is an important topic, by the way. And so, you know, I, I like to start off with, with this. So you've got a lot of different types of events that have been going on. And I know over the past few years, things have changed. You've got in-person events, uh, you've got completely virtual events, you've got uh, hybrid so again, hybrid is where you have an in-person and a streamed event as well, obviously kind of the thing we're talking about now. Um, and then, you know, there are other things you need to consider as well for uh, your events that you're going to be putting on. So I want to say, you know, in terms of uh, in-person events, things have not gone away I and mean, people are still doing in-person events. I think, you know, right now, I think you're going to see a rush towards more in-person events. Uh, I think that's because over the past few years, people have been doing a lot of virtual events and they kind of have tired of that or, you know, people have switched to uh, remote work in a lot of places. And so they want that in-person experience that they are lacking with, uh, you know, with the online event. Um, so, you know, so you've got in-person events, virtual events. I still think that virtual events are important. I think that, again, you have to remember who your audience is, who you're trying to reach, you know, for some people, it's easy to travel. For other people, it's not so easy. So you are potentially missing out on audience uh, if you are just going with a, a fully in-person event. You also have to look at, you know, with a, a virtual event, you're going to get people um, who, you know, again, I mean, virtual events are great, but they do miss that in-person piece. And so you do have to kind of keep that in mind as well for other types of events you are going to be doing. And then, you know, you've got... Uh, the hybrid event, which is, again, that blend of in-person and uh, virtual. So it's offering an online uh, experience as well as an in-person experience. And again, we're talking about whether you should be streaming any of these as well. Uh, so so that's some stuff you need to consider. Now, the other things you need to think about, and these go into, you know, I, I kind of, I don't really like to say it, but it goes into money. Um, so I think the first question you need to ask yourself is what's your budget? Because in-person events, very expensive to put on. Uh, Virtual events, not as expensive to put on. Still expensive, but not as expensive. Um, And then you've got the hybrid event, which means you you need two different models. You need staff for both, all that sort of stuff. So that's the budget size. 
Now, the budget question. The other thing you have to consider is uh, how large is that event going to be? And again, these kind of cascade down. So do you have the budget to put on these events? How large is that event going to be? And I say that because, well, if it's an in-person event and it's just, you know, maybe a, a mastermind group or something like that, a small group, then, you know, you have to also look at uh, staff and how many people you might attend, uh, might have attend. So you're going to have to do some forecasting there as well. Uh, so we do have to look at how large that event's going to be. If it's in person and you want to do a really, really good event and you know you're going to get the people there, then again, um, you know, it, it is, uh, you know, it's something where like if it's a big event, you're going to have a lot of staff. There's a lot that goes into events, by the way. And then if you go in with a fully virtual event where it's just you running things, you know, with a small, small, small group, maybe five to 10 people, then, you know, that is something um, where you have to, again, keep in mind, do you have people that are going to attend? How much are you going to charge them? And, you know, what's your, what are your costs going to be? What type of equipment you're going to use? You know, there's all this sort of stuff that goes into this. And then um, the other thing is, uh, you know, like, got to look at your audience. I mentioned that a minute ago. If you know that you have people that are going to attend and you're already making a lot of revenue in your business, then in person, you know, or virtual or that hybrid event model, I mean, you really just have to kind of pick the one that's going to be right for you. But you have to look at who your audience is, because if you have people that are already buying from you, it's going to be easier to have them attend an event because they know you. But if you're just getting started and you want to put on an in-person event, um, you do have to kind of, you know, think about, well, I have to outlay all this money. Am I going to get that money back? Um, whether that's through other services I sell uh, or am I going to break even with the event? You know, so some stuff you got to consider. Um, and then we also got to look at your website. You know, how are you going to be broadcasting? Uh, how are you going to be how are you going to be putting on these events? You know, are you going to be putting on social? Um, are they going to be going on your website? You know, do you have the right, again, equipment and tools? You're going to hear me say the same stuff again because you know, live streaming. I mean, if you're going to stream for the most part, you just need the same equipment. You might need a little more of it, a little more complex setup, depending on what you're doing. Um, and then the other thing you have to really think about, and this is also very important is if you're going to be putting on an in-person event or a virtual event uh, or that hybrid event, you're going to probably need a producer. You're going to need more than a producer. Actually, you're going to need a director, a associate director. You're going to also need uh, producers that are going to help as well. There's a lot to coordinate there. Uh, you may need to hire closed captioners. You know, it really depends on what you're going to be doing for your event, how kind of how big you want to make it. So going back to that initial question, should all in-person or virtual events be on live video? So I would say, yeah, I think it should actually. But I also would probably run it this way. So if I'm doing an all in an in-person event, I do want to have a virtual component. You got to remember, not everyone can travel. So uh, people might not be able to travel. So if you just did an in-person event, you may have, you know, depending on, you know, how expensive that event is, what the cost is going to be, your target audience is maybe too expensive for people to get to. So you are going to have people that are going to be able to attend, but you're also going to have people that want that virtual event. Now, should that be on live video? I think you should probably stream some of it. Yeah. Um, if you can put something like that behind a paywall, meaning you can put it on a website and you can have it where people have to pay to do that, uh, to access it, then yeah, I definitely think that you should have an in-person event. Um, 
if you're doing it just virtual, you know, in-person event should be streamed. Uh, if you're doing a virtual event, then, you know, again, same thing. You should stream it, I think, out as well. Don't just put it on your website. Um, don't just make it free necessarily. Um, I would consider putting it behind a paywall. Now, in terms of how much you charge, you know, again, it's going to be across the board. Uh, it's going to vary. You know, you're going to have people that might try to do stuff for free because, it, you know, because they might say, well, hey, I'm going to do it for free and I'm going to charge them $2,000 for a coaching program or something. Uh, but you're also going to have people that say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do smaller events. They're going to be $25 to $50. And I'm going to be able to get people there just for that one topic, very in-depth topic. Maybe it's, uh, you know, a couple hours. Um, you know, again, the benefit, though, of doing the streaming aspect of it is this. It's if I'm doing an in-person event and I'm reaching just I'm reaching just those people in the audience. Now, if I decide I want to stream that in-person event, I want to make sure, obviously, that it you know, has a very similar feel to that in-person event, but I want to make sure also as well that I'm able to reach people because remember your in-person event might be booked primarily off of uh, people who, you know, people who know you, for example, people who've worked with you, but maybe they don't talk as much about you. So by doing the streaming aspect of it, uh, you have a, a, a larger chance of reaching new people, you know? So for example, if you were doing an in-person event, and let's say you decide to stream that maybe to YouTube, your YouTube channel there, um, or other social media platforms. Those platforms might say, hey, you know what? This is good content. This is something that we think another user might like that you may not know. And so there's a chance your content's going to get out there in front of people. Um, again, you do want to try to put it behind some sort of paywall if you can. So that's where like doing an in-person event, you may want to maybe stream to a private YouTube channel and put that on uh, maybe your uh, your website or things like that. Um, that way it's something where people have to log in to access. Um, for example, I know uh, StreamYard has an on-air feature. You can check that out at um, launcher.live slash go forward slash StreamYard. You can check out their uh, on-air feature that they have that will let you uh, basically set up that webinar, which is nice. Um, other, another thing to you know think about as well, again, that's an in-person event. Um, if they are doing, if you're doing just a virtual event, so if you're doing just an online event, same concept. I think that, you know, if you put it behind on your website, you can put it behind that paywall, but you can also um, stream it out, you know, stream it out to your YouTube channel. Again, I mean, I think that streaming it out is also important because for, for something like a virtual event, you may just have an email list that you're sending out to, or you may have a handful of people that you know that know you that want to attend your events, what you're doing. And so, um, I think that streaming that out would also be useful again, because it helps broaden your reach, helps get you in front of, uh, the right, or hopefully the right kind of audience helps you reach more people as well, new people. Um, and then again, that hybrid event, uh, that should also, you know, again, that's another thing where it, it does come down to like the customer. So if you've got a customer that does an in-person event and maybe they do, um, a virtual side of it as well, uh, you know, they may, you know, depending on the company, some of them like to stream it out, some of them may not. So um, for that one, again, it's going to come down to the customer. So the bottom line is my answer is going to be should, and, and the wording is important here, should all all in-person or virtual events be on live video? The answer is no. In-person or virtual events, you should consider streaming them, but not every single one needs to be that way. And again, you have to look at the type of company you are, who you're working with. So, you know, if you are, 
for example, you know, an, um, maybe you're an organization or a membership, you know, that people have to join. They're going to have an in-person event. They're going to probably have a virtual event. They may not want it streamed and they may not want it streamed because it's a very select group of people that they want to get that content out to. And they want, you know, if somebody's paying a membership fee to get access to something, then streaming it would in a way devalue what those people are, what the members are paying. Um, again, it's great. Yeah, you can reach more people, but if you're doing a really good in-person or virtual event and you decide to give to stream it out and you do it for free or you do it to people that have not paid that membership because, hey, I'm going to reach more people, then I would not consider streaming every event. Um, I do think, you know, maybe to get started again, you kind of have to look at this. I mean, in business, you know, there's things called loss leaders or businesses lose money on things um, because it's going to lead to other, you know, other revenue opportunities. You may consider that, you know, something you do here. I mean, if you've never put on an in-person event, maybe you do the first few for free, kind of test the waters, see how things go and you stream them out. And then, you know, you slowly start to take some of that away. Again, same thing for a virtual event. If you've never done a virtual event, maybe you do stream that one out or maybe you stream some of them out. You know, you also have to look at that. Like maybe you stream, uh, for example, you know, maybe you stream a workshop, for example, like you do, a, you do a free workshop in person or virtual, you stream it out. And then what you do with it is you give it away knowing that you might have smaller, more intimate workshops that you want to charge people for. So you use the big one to get people into the smaller paid ones, uh, you know, almost like a mastermind group, something along those lines. So I do think that, you know, you could stream the big, the free ones. And then, you know, if you're trying to get somebody to pay for something, um, you know, and you're sending them maybe to your website or things like that, where it's a, you know, a better experience, they're not just getting access to that event. Maybe they're getting access to a membership or things like that. So there's a lot, again, that can, should be considered. But bottom line is not all in-person or virtual events should be on live video. Um, another thing, you know, kind of taking uh, kind of taking one more step back here. One other thing you could do with this is, you know, you've got in-person and virtual events and hybrid events. Um, you don't have to stream the entire thing. That's the other thing you could do. Uh, you could do some live videos to promote those events. So you could be doing a live video and make sure you have some sort of promotional aspect to it um, to drive people to, you know, to attend your uh, event. Maybe let them know it's not going to be streamed. You know, hey, it's only for paying members. Very simple. So, I mean, you could use the the gym model as an example as well here. You know, you have people that, you know, you have in-person uh, trips to the gym. You have virtual uh, gym workouts but you don't get the full experience. They don't always, they don't usually stream that stuff out. It's just for people who are members. And so they get you into the in-person one, which is great. Um, the virtual ones, they're, they're, they're more like you're watching a video doing a workout. And then, um, you know, and they're, they're not streaming that out. I mean, they're not streaming that out to anyone and everyone who can use their, um, you know, to take a workout from them. What they may be doing though, is uh, they may be streaming out certain things you know, saying, hey, you know what, here's three exercises you can use to, I don't know, uh, three exercises you can use to get in better shape. And then they know that that leads to the bigger part of, hey, if you want to learn this and you want to, you know, get in better shape, you can become a member. Here's how much we, you know, here's our plans we offer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they're letting you take something to get you into that 
uh, paid product. So bottom line, should all in-person events or virtual events be on live video? No, not at all. Again, because in a way, it's great you're streaming it out as long, unless you can put it behind a paywall uh, where somebody has to pay for something to get access to it. Then, you know, uh, it's it in a way it cheapens the value of the event. So it's good to do it, but make sure, you know, make sure you do it for certain things. Not everything needs to be, you know, streamed. Sometimes, you know, you want to keep stuff like you build an archive, for example. And so then maybe what you could do is you could take some of those clips and things like that and turn them into other pieces of content. Uh, but I don't think everything needs to be streamed. Um, again, there needs to be some level of privacy at the same time. Uh, you also have to look at the topic you're covering, you know, what platforms do they work well for? Some platforms, for example, if you want to stream uh, an event and it talked about something that was controversial and you knew it was going to be controversial, streaming it, you know, it's great. It brings in more people, but it also uh, might not bring in the right people, you know, the people that you, you know, you want to get in as a customer. So just kind of think that out. I uh, think that through. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's my thoughts on uh, should in-person or all in-person or virtual events be on live video. So um, I do want to ask you all, you know, I always ask this, uh, do you stream your events uh, as well as offer an in-person or virtual component? Um, and, and how do you feel about, you know, uh, streaming things? I mean, right now I know the things have switched a lot. I mean, things have gone from in-person to strictly virtual to hybrid to where I think they're feel like they're going back to a lot of uh, in-person with that virtual event component, but not necessarily always streamed. Um, but I would like to know what your thoughts are. Um, let us know at Launcher Live. But with that, we'll see you all in a future episode. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.